Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <laughs> okay, guys, this is episode 20. Should we do something special? Is this like, this is like an anniversary thing. What, is, what do you do for 20? Paper. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are Anchor Moms. Hey, welcome back to Anchor Moms. So glad you're with us. Um, So we kind of have some things to talk about this week that I think are really pertinent. Really relevant. Relevant? Re- re- relevant? Or relevant? No, relevant. You don't know what relevant means? <laughs> relevant to um, probably people who have kids and don't have kids because everyone has had one of these probably at one point in their lives. You guys call them loveies. I call them stuffies. Stuffies? stuffies. Okay. It's a little stuffy in here. Judging McJudgmentons. Um, <laughs> That's, look that one up. Yeah. That's a so, word. Yeah, so. Um, a stuffy, huh? A stuffy. Oh, okay. I didn't, well, I didn't call him a lovey. I don't What'd know. You call him? I never had one. I just had like a. A teddy bear, so oh. it was like a bear. Okay. Well, so you all know what we're talking about when we call, mm-hmm. say, loveys or, or stuffies. Like a blankie. That's like, it's like your the one thing. thing that the baby is attached to. Yeah. Or some adults as well. Who knows? Okay. Uh, so we kind of had, so it's funny. So River has um, this, it's a, it's a little puppy, and his name is very original, Puppy. Mm. She got him for Christmas last Way year. Way to teach creativity there, Kate. I know. We're really, we're breaking barriers. Um, so she got him for Christmas last year for my mother-in-law and didn't really, you know, she was six months last Christmas. Um, so really didn't get attached to a lovey or a stuffy until like June. But once she attached, it's like that was it. And puppy was it out of the dozens of stuffed animals she has. Puppy is like... Isn't that funny how they pick something? Yes. Yeah. So here's the thing. is like once we realize Puppy was it, of course, the first thing you do is you become terrified that you're going to lose him. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. He's going to rip. The stuffing's going to come out. The dog's going to get a hold of him. The cat's mm-hmm. going to start playing with him. I don't know. There's all sorts of crisis scenarios that you could envision in your head. So the first thing you do is try to buy another puppy. Just you in case you lose, just right, in case you right. lose it. So that you have to, a so second, that, a backup, right, a backup, backup puppy. puppy. Yeah, so it doesn't exist. My mother-in-law got him at Costco last year. He was part of a <gasps> doesn't book exist. Set. Yeah, we have dun, tried. Dun, dun. I mean, I've looked. At, I've emailed this company. I've called this company. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah, my nanny's husband has reached out to this company. We've been back to Does Costco. Does he have pull with Costco? I mean, I don't know. So what do they say? Like, it's been discontinued? Yeah, it's been discontinued. Oh, got it. It's a really serious thing. <gasps> have you tried eBay? Yes. Oh. Yeah. They have other brands, like other similar things that this company has made, but not the puppy. And you think she would know if it wasn't like, if it was like a knockoff so puppy. this is my story. Yeah. So, of course, everybody's been trying to get something similar to puppy. Um, so uh, our nanny brought over um, these puppies 
that she got at Dollar Tree over the weekend. And she it, he had, like, a hat on. She cut off the hat. She, oh. tied, she tied a red ribbon around his neck because, oh. our, like, OG puppy has a red red ribbon uh, around his neck. And so, uh, interestingly enough, River was just sick this, this past weekend and actually threw up on puppy. But, like, there was no way that I was going to give puppy a bath while River was sick. Like, I couldn't wash him. So you him. let her just, like, yes. snuggle like, him with throw up Well, I mean, I, like, took a wipe to it. Yeah. Oh, stop. Oh. You wouldn't do the same thing? Oh, no. Henry threw up on his lovey. Yeah. And I immediately put it in the washing machine uh-huh. and was like, sorry, you don't get it back till he's done. You got to sleep without him at night. No. River would not be able to sleep without him. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, anyway, so. So, how'd the new one do? Did uh, she like it? She looked like, are you kidding me? No. She immediately knew. She literally looked at OG puppy in her left hand and imposter puppy in her right hand, <laughs> like looked back and forth at them for a couple of minutes and threw imposter puppy out. Out of the crib? Yeah. She was like, I'm done. Yeah, this yeah. is not this the real is, deal. This is how much this kid loves puppy. River, knock on wood, rarely wakes up in the middle of the night. Just last night, it was 3 a.m. and she mm-hmm. was crying inconsolably. She was? Yeah. So Brian was like, she must have threw puppy out. That's exactly what it was. We went into her room. Puppy was out of the crib. Gave her puppy back, back to sleep. Life is good. So now you understand. I don't care if puppy smells like, you know, your worst nightmare. She can throw up on him. She can do. She can do anything to that that puppy. But I'm not gonna like Hmm. wash him while she's asleep. Does Hartman have these or Lisa? Uh, yeah, Mr. Bear. Mm. Also, Mr. Bear, and um, he's white. Oh. Well, he was white. Oh. Now he's like this dingy brown color. And I put him legit in the washing machine, mm-hmm. like fairly often, and what? just like wash him and then put him in the dryer, and he's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, I put puppy and in a lingerie a bl- bag. I don't mess around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he has a blanket. He has a blanket and uh, Mr. Bear. So we have Mr. Horsey and Miss Mousy. Wow, oh. we suck at names, guys. I know. <laughs> I know. You were making fun of me. At least, why do you guys put like Mr. and Mrs.? Is I that a polite? Is that a southern thing? I think it's I think a southern, it a southern thing. thing. But um, so we had so these came from our in laws, and um, we were so did mine. All of our loveys came from our in laws, and I was actually really glad because you know you don't know what they're gonna get attached to, right? And I was really happy that they happened to get attached to like the nice, Uh, like a the nice lovey with their name monogrammed on it. Really? Yeah. Not not from Costco. (laughs) Right. Right. Mm. Um. Uh. So anyway, so we were traveling one time with the in laws that gave them their said loveys. And somehow Ella Ray, she was a lot younger, tossed out. I don't know how. Miss Mousy got lost. Uh-oh. My my <gasps> in laws went back, like, like went on back the street to the spot. Got lost? Yes, and went back to the spot where we were walking, and like walked that street like ten times up and down, oh. looking for Miss Mousy. At like, night? Went in. Yes. Like we're trying to like go into restaurants and be like, because it was like a downtown area, like. Wait, has anyone seen Miss Mousy? Like, there's a name. There's an Ella Ray name on this Miss oh, Mousy. Yeah. yeah, but no, we, we we never found it. It was very heartbreaking. <gasps> what? But then they were able to order another one. Oh, with the with the same name See, monogram, and she key. never knew the difference. The fact that you yeah. can replace right, Miss right, Mousy. Right, right. This is mm-hmm. the problem with puppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I it's well, scary. word to the wise: if you haven't given your ch- children loveys yet, get two. Get two or three. From the news desk. Okay, to our first article of the day. Um, this is from the Romper. Uh, the best age gap between siblings was three years for my family. That's the title of this article. So this mama says she wanted to have two kids. She knew she always wanted to have two kids. So by the time it, you know, she got pregnant, blah blah blah, it was a three-year gap between her kids, mm-hmm. and she realizes that this is like the sweet spot. So this is her favorite age gap, and this article goes through the reasons why you should have kids 
close together, but not too close together, right. not too far apart. And again, three is what she has found is the best thing. And she lists uh, several reasons, like seven reasons why. Number one, because the big kid can walk places. Mm-hmm. And this is essential, especially I'm looking at you, Karen, because when you have multiple kids and you have one stroller, one of them just has to walk. Unless you have a double stroller. And even if you have a double stroller and then you have a third kid, then that first kid needs to walk. So if your kids are too close together, which Karen has that same like, problem. You were telling her all the things that she's she like, yeah. She's like, like, I, like, I know all like, this stuff. This article, yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyways, um, big kid can follow some simple safety rules. This is key, mm-hmm. too, because if that big kid is walking next to the stroller, you don't want them to run into the street. So if they're three, like, they, they pretty much know not to run into traffic at three. Could it happen? Of course, but they pretty much know. Um, they're in pretty the same much, age. Much. Yeah, they're in the same age range for activities. Like if you go to the park, they both can play, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Like Liesel and Hartman can swing next to each other. They're both having a fantastic time, and it works for me. You can reuse the clothes. You can reuse car seats. Um, the big kid can hold the newborn. There's a lot of different things in here, um, and I'll just read this last one. Uh, the non-matching nap schedule um, is a good thing. Is that, um, I would say well is that? because I listen, with that. well listen it's, I'm just gonna read this part it says one of the hardest things for the big kid is that they no longer have the parents undivided attention so this kid's nap time came before their other kid so they got to spend some one-on-one time hmm. with the big kid and I find that to be very true because it's really hard for me to spend one-on-one time with just Hartman sometimes because the baby always wants you but if she's asleep like it's it's really exciting for him. Like, we, we do something during that time. You know what I mean? I mean, if being close to your children is more important than sleep, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, your kids all still nap. Mine At the same so time or no? Well, yeah. now they do. Yeah. Karen has it pretty good right this second. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so this this article made me laugh because one of the things it said was interpregnancy intervals shorter than 18 months Woo! and longer than 59 months are significantly associated with increased risk of adverse perinatal outcomes. So what does so, that mean? I don't know. Basically, it's no good. It's if riskier. You're, it's riskier. Yeah. That's why, you know, when you have a baby, they always encourage you to await at least a year before you get pregnant mm-hmm. again because it's really hard on your body. My so doctor I, said 18 months. Yeah. Yeah. At least a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did mine. So when I called her and said, it's been three months I'm pregnant again, <laughs> she said, well, you can't she, undo that. I, I remember, I literally remember, like, crying and being like, I'm so sorry. And she was like, well, I mean, it's okay. Like, yeah. that's just, like, the guidelines we use. Like, I'm not going to, like, not deliver this other child because right. you, like, got pregnant. She's like, it's your life. You have but to it's funny because, and so younger than 18 months, I think that's the key. I think 18 months... I think it's, you know, if you're a normal person and, like, want to have a normal family, I think you should probably wait at least 18 months. So Ellery and Henry are 12 and a half months Woo! apart. Um, and, yeah, like, like yes, yes, and yes to everything in this article. Because, you know, Ellery started walking the day we brought Henry home from the hospital. Mm. But she's, like, you know, toddling around. So you still have to then basically pick up two kids everywhere you go. The stroller situation, don't even talk to me about that. Like now, oftentimes we take two strollers because we have the double stroller and then we also have to take the bob or else put the baby in the carrier. So like logistically, I think I think three years, I think I would say two and a half to three years. How far apart are Hartman and Liesel? Like two, two and a half. Yeah. I yeah. think I think two and a half to three, in my humble opinion, is the is a good age difference. I mean, but think about how soon you really have to start thinking about getting pregnant mm-hmm. with that next yeah. kid just to get them to be two or three years apart. Like that's not very much yeah. time in my opinion. I mean no. you're a, yeah, you don't count. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say this: my sister and I are eighteen months apart, and mm-hmm. um, it's a, it's a, I mean, 
I'm sure my poor mother would have would have something different to say. But I do love the fact that mm-hmm. we're close. And I feel she's basically my twin. I mean, that's how mm-hmm. I feel. Like mm-hmm. we're so mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I mean, our, growing up, I felt different uh, differently about it. But now it's really nice that we're so close in age. Yeah, our big kids like sometimes tell people they're twins. Yeah, I don't think they really understand that they're not. <laughs> um, but you know, the other thing too is and this article talks about it a lot. Having that helper, I think, is really key. Yes. You know, when when Henry was born and Ella Ray was literally just turned one, she can't do anything to help me. True. You know, like sh- she just can't. But now, even having so Bennett is two and a half years younger than Henry, even 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 like saying, uh, "Can you get me a diaper? Can you you know like those little she's things." She's not two and a half years younger. She. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ella Ray. Yeah, because one, two and a half, and no wait, yeah, one, three and a half, and four and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. She's two and a half years younger than than Henry, um, which I think is not great. Henry Bennett. Bennett is two and a half years younger than Henry. Guys, don't really? t- don't have this mm-hmm. many kids. It yeah. just gets really Basically, complicated. Basically, then you can't remember any of their ages if you have three. I yes. know. I thought they were closer. So when in Bennett age. was I know, born, I did too. I did when too. Bennett was born, Henry was two and a half, and Ellery was three and a half. So we had three kids. I'm and three surprised and a half you years. held off that long. I know that was sh- that's shocking. Well, we moved cross country. There was a lot oh, you had other jobs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but my point of all that is that I do. I can totally see. The, like the helper factor is huge to me. Like even the, the thing like, like get me a beer. <laughs> well, no, but like get Why me not? a diaper. Like you know, Ella Ray and Henry can like throw things away. Like just all of those little things that once they hit a certain no, age, true. like two or two and a half, that they can do on their own. Yes, yes. Even like putting. I remember even when Bennett was born, and they Henry was just was being potty trained. I, I like silly. It was just silly. I wanted to have Henry potty trained before Bennett was born, mm-hmm. which is this article talks about that too. Having multiple kids yes. and diapers. Um, but I'll never forget she was little and you know when they're itty bitty and like if they fall asleep on you or there's just so much going on right those first couple of months and all I feel like the majority of my maternity leave was wiping bottoms yeah because both kids were like we're at that point where they still had to have their bottom wiped when they right. went number two right and it's like every single time of course as soon as you put the baby on to nurse mom I need my bottom wiped yep yep it's just tough so when they are a little bit older I can see where that's a better age gap Mom's the word. Okay, so I actually, I was saying this, I had a different um, mom's the word, but actually this morning I sort of changed it because we had got into this extensive conversation in the newsroom Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about wands or curling wands. If you use this for your hair, it's kind of, the wand is like a curling iron without a clip. If you will, if you're familiar with this, yeah, the, Karen, the, are you familiar? Are we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'm wondering if "clips" the right word. What's like the? Yeah, that works. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Um. So I've been using. I had to look to make sure I knew exactly which one it was. I use the dry bar. It's called the Rat Party Styling Wand. It is pricey. Um, like but, how much? Well, like 165 bucks. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is it there is a warranty on that? Because, I don't know. Are you well, really the reason me I'm this? asking like, is because stop. mine always die after okay, like two years, so it's mm-hmm. worth it if there's a warranty. If there's not, then I would say that's. Uh, I don't know. Expensive. I cannot. I cannot tell you. So what, why is it worth? Sell it to me. So I like it. It has a lot of different heat settings. It goes up to 400 um, degrees. And 400 degrees. Yeah. I. You know. I think it heats up fast. It cools down fast. I like the barrel. 
Um, and I have had a couple of different, I've actually had a couple of wands that have actually had clips. I don't know if you guys have seen this as well. It's not a curling iron. It has like a shorter clip. I recommend this. I like the, I think it goes fast. You can do it fast. Um, and I think I like the curls. It's like that beachy look. The reason I'm giving this as my mom's the word is because Karen actually used yeah. it. Came in this this morning and said, hey, can I try so your I wand? So I saw it sitting in the maker room. And yep. you guys know me. I don't, right. you know, You're spend clueless. much time. Yes, I'm clueless. Okay, great. That's Sorry. That like the, the term that oh, came to mind oh. when you came, thought of oh, me, but okay. okay. All right. Anyway. Um, so I've been trying to curl my hair with a normal curling iron. And so I saw that and I said, hey, Katie, let me try this. I don't know if I would spend $165 because, as we all know, I'm frugal, but I do believe it works. And I, here's why I loved it. It was it took no time. Yeah. Like, I need I don't have much time to do my hair. And it was so much – because it's so hot, it can curl so much quicker. Like, right. you just have to, like, barely leave it on there. Question. And it is a lot easier without the clippy situation. When did you buy that – curling iron that's in oh my the gosh. makeup room like 10 years ago that's what I thought because yeah. I forgot my wand the other day and I used your curling iron mm -hmm. and I like you know turned Did it, it on like wrapped it and I like let it go and I was like oh oh <laughs> this doesn't get hot that's the problem oh, is it's just like too okay. old I think it's just well, not getting hot in the hottest setting. I know and like the old school dial style I know oh, wow. believe me I turned that puppy up but it still didn't okay, really so maybe didn't, that's yeah I think that's the problem I know I will say that I did like this dry bar wand and if you have a lot of money <laughs> just to spend stop I, this is the thing it's and, like, well then I, it became a newsroom discussion on. and other people support yeah. the dry bar here's investment the thing, is you can buy as Ingrid just said you can buy a yeah, million yeah. of these tools and spend $40 or $50 each. But if you have one that works and that lasts, I've had mine, I don't know, probably six or seven months. I've never had any issues with it. I think it's worth buying something that works. That doesn't break. That's kind of yeah, my thing. That's yeah, like that's like good quality. Yeah. And plus, yeah. it's also, for NTV, your hair is important. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's okay. Kind of All right, splurge. moving on. Testing, testing, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. In other news. Um, so the next article is, I love this. Marie Kondo is accidentally admitting her magic doesn't work for parents of toddlers. Oh, okay. Yep. So everybody's yep. heard of Marie Kondo and her whole, like, finding the joy in things and tidying up, blah, 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 Well, blah. go through, like, I don't think everyone knows about that. It's on Netflix if you watch this. If you, she has a book, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like a whole, it's like a movement. Yeah, so basically the, the whole thing is to tidy up your house, get all your junk out, and she comes in, and on the show, she goes to a person's house and shows them how to clean out everything, get rid of all the clutter, the junk, the stuff you don't use every day, and find happiness and having a more tidy home. And what you're supposed to do is, like, you're supposed to, like, hold up your shirt and, like, look at it and think, is this going to bring me happiness? Mm -hmm. And if you're like, yes, then you keep it, and if you're like, mm -hmm. nah, then you mm -hmm. toss it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, all well and good hypothetically, whatever. Anyway, so I love this article because apparently Marie Kondo admitted um, when she became a mom of two, she says she didn't even have the energy for her own favorite tidying tips. Mm -hmm. So if, yep. like, the master tidier can't mm -hmm. keep her home tidy with kids, then pfft. Do you think she has a housekeeper? Yes. Probably. She's, like, a millionaire. She must have a housekeeper. Yes. Is she a millionaire? We know that I, sure. Absolutely. I am I'm If she sure. wrote a book, yeah, probably. Um, she has a Netflix series. And she says, motherhood has taught me to be more forgiving of myself. So basically, what this article means is, I'm like never cleaning my house again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you need an article to tell you that, um, well, I that, feel that guilty. the Marie Kondo way does not work when you have 
young kids. I mean, well, I feel like it's a good little pass. Well, you know, when I was on maternity leave, mm-hmm. I watched all of these. Oh. And I got completely inspired. Oh. Did you? And, Did you well, like, you know, like you just had a baby, first of all, and you have yeah. like half of your wardrobe is full of maternity clothes. And you're like, well, I don't want these anymore. Mm-hmm. And I had to like try to like get back in these work clothes. So I like did it. My entire, it's Katie. It's like crazy. You're in every single thing mm-hmm. in your closet. But did you really do it? Yes, I really did it. Wow. And you put a big pile yeah. like on the bed and you like toss all this stuff. And I it had, was amazing. Yeah, I, I purged so much yeah, stuff. I purge every year. Yeah, I do to. too. I do too. I go yeah. through my clothes every year. Yeah. Like everything in your in your I mean, yeah. Much. Well, you just brought me some clothes that you'd have to Exactly, because I went through that's them true, that's true. and yeah, I purged. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just... Like, what? I really, no, I mean, Marie Kondo, she, she really scares me. a moment. Because I do, I am very She scares a. you? No, I, she speaks to me. Like, oh, I love the idea of everything being tidy. I'm like somebody, I like throw away mementos. I made my husband no, throw away why? his, like, high school trophies. Like, no wonder that, the no wonder no. the sticker cling, the Christmas yeah, stickers, like, whatever, I want them out. That was amazing I want them out. Like, listen, yeah. I can't stand, like, basements and closets full of crap. Especially stuff that. I mean, you don't need. Is those this high because you don't have like a lot of things? Childhood mementos. Yeah, Maybe. not because you weren't successful, but oh, because you just I don't have any high school trophies. No, is that what you're no, you, I'm sure you did. <laughs> but I'm saying like maybe you don't have an emotional attachment to items because you don't have emotional items to have that attachment to, so you don't understand when people have that to their thing. Right. No, I don't think that's true. I think it's true. No, it might be true. I mean, Ingrid and I have talked about, we have talked about this before on the podcast. You know, my mom passed away in my 20s. We ended up selling the house. Like, I Mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. very few baby books. I don't have, like, any. You don't like pictures of yourself. I don't have a lot of pictures. It's just because that's what happens when you don't have, like, a parent who's collecting that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. which I'm, you know, I'm okay with. But, yeah, so I don't. But he, but see, like, he's coming from a different place. But so he has all of this Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. But I know, but it's, like, stuff that we don't even look at. He has his old high school football jersey. It just takes up space. Oh, let him keep that. No. And I'm one of those wait, people. Wait, wait, he made him throw away his old high school I don't, football jersey. Maybe. I don't. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, I feel like, though, I, I do, I'm the same way. Like, I have, like, a pile of the kids' things that they bring home from preschool that I want to save. I have a bin for each kid. Like, I'm, oh. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like that. But at the same time, like, my mom recently was like, do you want all your trophies from high no. school? And I was like, no, pitch them. So I think you know I'm I'm attached to some things, but you gotta kind of draw the line. I, you can't be like a hoarder. I you can't know? think like if they if the if the room is messy and the house is messy and there's stuff all over and clutter, I can't. Con- no, I have to drop everything. Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and re- mm-hmm. and it drives everybody in my family crazy. But I, I, you know, I have rules. Like, you have to vacuum every other day in my house. Because oh, I my. can't stand, like, the stuff on the floor. I mean, it's really, oh, it might actually yeah. be, like, a little bit of an issue. No, that's yeah, good. You're kind of like a Marie Kondo, yeah. I, I do. And I will tell you, it stresses me. We are being overrun by plastic crap and toys. And it's mm-hmm. been it's been really hard for me. And also a learning experience at, at some point. You just have to be like, this is my life and this is mm-hmm. what it is. I, also, like, I have um, just, like, kind of shown up at your house a couple times and been like, I have to pee. And you're like... Okay, like the, the house, house is, is a mess, mess and, and I go in not. and like the, it, like, like, like the, the bathroom's say. like perfect. Yeah, There's like, like the, a little special towel matching like this and that. And I'm like, what is like she the, talking the about? The counters are like glistening, like oh, sparkling all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's like, like kind of what are you talking about? This it's, messy. Yeah. it's like kind of an illness. It's actually an issue for me. I'm not kidding. I don't know I, about I'm illness. I've met people like you before. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, I wish I had a little bit more of you in me. Well, talk to my husband because he feels a lot different. You like make your bed and stuff? Absolutely. Wait, you guys don't make your bed? No. Is this real life? My husband's asleep and how am I going to make it when I leave? Wait, 
How am I supposed to make like, it on top of him? But when you get home, you don't have to have a made bed all the time. When I get home, what am I going to, like, make it for, the, like, the three hours that I'm not sleeping in it and then get back no, in okay, it? Okay, let's say on the weekend. No. Yeah, definitely so not. Yeah, but yeah. if I have people coming over, oh, oh yeah, yeah, of course. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, it, yeah. it looks like it's made all the time. But like, sure. I mean, I have all of the pillows like right here beside the bed. So oh, at yeah. any moment, I can just run up there and mm-hmm. throw them on oh, yeah. there. But Same. like, I Same. don't make the bed. No. There's like too many people in my Wait, bed. Is that real? Mm-mm. Yeah, there's like always like stuff. No, going I mean, yeah. I could never get into a bed. Do you iron your sheets? No, I do not. Why was there another I know because I thought if I had enough time, I would. Yeah. Wait, why do you need to iron them? Why are they not wrinkled? I don't know. You just like to make everything. I like to have everything in its place. I would never dream of not making my bed. I need to never like go on vacation. Brian is the same way because he knows. I mean, remind me to never let you come to my house again. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm just letting you know. I have a high bar. So. All right. Well, moving on. Um, Our next article is from CNN. Uh, oh, oh, is this me? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. No, but no, you go. You do no, 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 it. No, 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 you go. Okay, I was so I was still thinking about the fact that I know Ingrid I like make I had her a, bed. I had to like break you out I of the Marie Kondo mode. I, Wait, Karen doesn't make her bed yeah, either. I don't bed either. I'm just I'm stunned. What? I really am. I, I didn't. How know, I, thought, I? I didn't know adults like didn't make their bed. Wait, you expect me after I work a ten hour shift? And I go, like, with two kids, I go upstairs to make my bed for the couple of hours that it's there alone in its room before I get back in it for bed. I just didn't think that was, like, a thing. I'm just, I I mean, I could see if, like. If you're listening at home, like. Wait, but how do you make your bed if your husband's So Brian does. Brian makes it. But on the weekends, he knows, like, that's a thing. I mean, I don't know that Gregory's ever made his bed ever. No, no. No, John has no idea. Well, first of all, he's going to put sheets on a bed. You're kidding. I mean, he knows mm-hmm. how, but, you know. Mm-hmm. But he chooses not to. I mean, look, I feel like it's a win if, like, the dishes are done at the end of the night. Oh, my gosh. That's even a stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Katie, maybe you should come to our house Katie, and, like, Marie Kondo us. Don't have any more kids is oh. all I have to say. Yeah, your, yeah. Your world is well, going to be turned upside so down. That's interesting. Let's get to this next article. Um, <laughs> this one is from CNN, as Karen mentioned. Um, why did you become a parent? The answer could help you be a better one. And basically the gist of this article is going through – um, all of the reasons that people have kids. And once you have your answer, you should put it to good use. And it, it reads, mindful parenting is one of the most enlightened trends in the history of parenting techniques. It's about being present with your children, but also better understanding your motivations and feelings while parenting. Getting in touch with your motivation for becoming a parent gives you a perspective too often lacking at difficult, difficult parenting moments. So... Um, I read through this article and I thought I had a really hard time identifying. I don't know what this says about me. This is like the podcast that no, maybe this just makes me a really bad no, no, person. No, no, no. I know what you're going to say because I, I had, agree with you. I had a really hard time trying, like, putting into words why, why I became, became a parent. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, me too. Did you guys yes, or no? Yes, I still, like, don't really even know. I don't have like a an that makes aha. Me feel better. I don't have like an aha moment that was like mm-hmm. that's the reason I like knew yeah. I not wanted to be a mom. I don't mm-hmm. have that. Mm-mm. Wait, are you sure I you don't? I, I don't? I'm sure I, I don't, don't have an aha moment. I think I always knew that I wanted a big family and I wanted kids because I came from a big family. Yeah, and, you know, but uh, but I do think that there was not a. Th- I think it was just like. We'd been married five years, and I was getting older, and we were like, huh, well, I guess we should probably do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I, I don't think there was, like, a impetus that, like, was right. the reason for... Yeah, I know. Me, too. I mean, we... Same thing. Like, I came from a big family, so does that mean we just, like, thought that's what we were supposed to do? Is like, okay, I guess you just, like, have lots of kids because mm-hmm. we're from... I don't know, like... I don't think that was... I mean, in- I think, you know... Intentional, but... We're Catholic. Like, I, I always thought that was, like, what... 
I don't know, in some sense, that's what God's plan for us was mm. and that we should have children and that's kind yeah. of the right thing to do um, for our particular faith. I don't know. But I, I, I don't know. I, and I think Katie would agree. Um, I really struggled with, with that decision and with kind of finally saying, yes, okay, we're going to do this. Yeah, absolutely. That's like one of the, in my opinion, that's the hard, because there's never a good time, by the way, mm-hmm. to have a kid. There just isn't because there's always some reason why, you know, next year is better or next month is better or 10 years from from now is better. But you really think about it when you want to have a second kid mm-hmm. because that is like, well, I've already got the kid. Like, do mm-hmm. I want to keep this going? Like, what is the reason for that? And for me, it's like this, like we've talked about this before, this unconditional love yeah. mm-hmm. from that baby that is just so amazing that can't be replicated in any other relationship in your life. and. Mm-hmm. You know, we've said this before, too. Like, you you can't describe this love to right. someone that hasn't had kids before because it's just it's just the most amazing. Like, your heart feels like it's about to just, like, burst out of your body. You just can't believe you love something so much. And for some reason, when you have that new baby, it just starts all over again. Mm-hmm. And I love having this baby right now. So that's why I had my second kid. But in, in general, I don't know why I haven't yeah, started having Yeah, so I family. really thought about this. I told you Brian really wanted kids. Um, so it was, you know, not, I wasn't throwing him a bone per se, but I was like, okay, it's important to you. But I think we both have talked about how having kids is sort of part of the human experience. It's like mm-hmm. an experience that, I mean, I don't want to say this because I, I feel like it's okay not to have kids and that you can live a full life. That's for sure a definite, but I feel like at some point that you're not really, like, I really didn't live until I, I had right, River. Yeah. I know that sounds kind of crazy. And I felt like I knew that even before I had her, that it was part of, like, a life experience. Like, you mm-hmm. only, ha- I say this all the time, you only have one life. Mm-hmm. And I wanted that to be part of, I wanted to know parenthood and having mm-hmm. a baby. And so now, as we talk about having a second kid, will we, won't we, I can definitely verbalize why I, w- mm-hmm. I mean... If you're telling me the second kid's not going to make their bed, right. I don't know. I might be out. <laughs> now, after the Marie Kondo conversation, um, who knows? You know, yeah, exactly. Like, I can better express now why I would have a second kid. And that's just because, you know, like, you put River to bed at night, and I, like, leave her room, and I think, this is, like, the best. Life. Yeah. This is, like, all the reasons why mm-hmm. you do everything in life. Like, this is the most important thing. she can't thing. even talk yet. Wait till she starts well, talking. Well, she's starting yeah. to talk. Yeah. I mean, this is... You know, this is this is life. like your not reason. your trips, not your no. job, not mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. money, not your you know curling wand. It's like <laughs> this. It's like your reason for like yeah. living. It's like literally yeah. a reason for living. So I mean, if yeah. we have a second kid, which you know who knows, that would I, I mean I'm much better able to express that mm-hmm. than the first kid for sure. Well, one of the things in this article that I liked was talking about getting back to the roots of your parenting motivation. Um, and this said it could impact how you respond to frustrating moments, how you spend your weekends, what behavior you model, and how you talk to your children about life. And it made me think, so when when we, when we I was pregnant with our first, with El Rey, I was really struggling with, like, I don't know, like, that my whole life's going to change, yeah. our lives are over. And I had this. <laughs> I was eight months pregnant, and it was summer, and I was insistent to Gregory that we go rafting one more time. Have I told you guys this story? Oh. Yes, I know the story. Yeah. So I, I mean, I literally was like, I, we, you know, we are big outdoor people. We love to do adventures. And I said, I've got to go rafting one more time because once I have this baby, like to me in my mind, as soon as I had the baby, like life my whole over. life is over. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, Karen, you're eight months pregnant. Like this is ridiculous. And I'm like, nope, nope. Like we, I'm not going to take no for an answer. We've got to go rafting one more time. 
So, of course, like, I can't help with the raft. We have a 14-foot raft. Like, I can't help with it. Like, a lot of things about this, like, did not make sense. But fortunately, I have a wonderful, amazing, loving husband who appeased me. He got a friend of ours to help. We set the whole thing up. We get out there. We're on the, you know, we live close to the river. Um, so we get out there. I mean, I look ridiculous. I'm eight months pregnant wearing, like, his rafting clothes because I can't fit yeah. into mine. Anyway, we're about to get on the water, and it starts lightning and thundering. <gasps> uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And it was literally God yeah, telling me, this is silly, Karen. <laughs> and I will never forget, Gregory just looked at me, and I looked at him, and I was like, okay, okay, we're this not going to go it. rafting today. Yeah. And he was like, and you're going to be okay. We're going to raft again sometime in life. Like, this is okay. This is God. Yeah. Like, And it was really this moment where I was like, all right. Yeah. Like, even if we don't raft today, and even if it takes us a couple of years before we raft again, our lives are not over. And we went and got ice cream instead. Oh, I might like that better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's funny because reading this article and thinking about all of that, and now, like, one of my most favorite parenting moments recently was taking our own kids rafting. Yeah, I can And, like, you just did that. kind of coming back to that. And it, I do think this is it's, it's good to kind of look deeper into why you wanted to become a parent, that whole process, mm-hmm. and then how you want to spend your time with your kids, right? And mm-hmm. how you, like, that life you want to build. Yeah. And I kind of, this is one of my favorite articles, by the way, mm-hmm. that we've had on Anchor Moms. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Well, the one, in one tiny thing at the end is, is it reminds you that when it's really hard to remember these moments that we just mm-hmm. talked about. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this is why mm-hmm. we have these kids. So, like, right. in that moment, try to, like, take a step back and just be like, okay, yeah. I wanted this, and it's here. Win of the week. So, you know when you have kids and they do a lot of the things that you do? And so you see, like, your terrible traits in them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is kind of like a double double one because um, our kids, unfortunately, got um, our terrible dance skills. Oh. Yeah, because Gregory and I can't really dance. Um, but at the same time, I think they got our, like, gusto and enthusiasm and, like, our social um I don't know. We mm-hmm. like we like to party, I guess, is how you'd say it. Um, but anyway, so recently we were at a, a family wedding, and I was so proud. It was like a proud parent moment because my kids were the first ones on the dance floor when oh. it opened up, and they danced their little tails off oh. all night long. And it was so fun to watch them. And it was funny because you're like, I'm like, yes, I love it that they're out there. They're, like, having such a good time. It was, like, so fun to see how much they were enjoying it, which is something that Gregory and I would do. But then at the same time, I'm like, ooh, but their dance moves are not right. the best. Yeah. So then you jumped on the dance floor with them. Of course. Yes. Yes. And, and even like- Bennett somehow lasted until, like, 930, which oh is way past gosh. her bedtime. Just, like, having a good time. I can't so believe that. watching our kiddos dance was, was a win of the week. I like awesome. it. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Yeah. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Join our right? Facebook yeah. group, Anger Moms. Don't forget to make your bed. <gasps> and if you are someone who does make your bed and you can't believe that other Katie's adults like looking don't, for support please here. reach out to me. Yeah. Yes. Hey, if it was like, if I was like an eight to fiver and like I had a proper mm. life, I might consider it. Karen's like an eight to fiver. Do you make your bed? Yeah. No, I don't make my bed. I just do. And I kind of think that, like, maybe no. you, I don't. I don't think I mean, 
think it's just like, the schedule. Like, you know, what, there's just too much going on. This I think once Katie, if Katie has another kid, I can't the wait. bed making will oh, be Oh, can you have like, the thing. like one kid's never enough. It's never, t- you're not, your life's not you have, crazy if you have one no, kid. No, wait, just when you have 12 kids, I'm going to be like, dang it, how is your bed still made, Katie? I, I'm yeah. just telling you, my you towels will still say. match in the bathroom. You I know, know what they say. My bed will still be made. It will. One is that's like what, nine. That's what, two is like 10. It always really encourages me to have that second kid, right, just yeah. say, you know, so. I yeah. want other people to join in the crazy. Mm. Okay, right, have a good week, Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.